0: Welcome to the Painter Files Podcast, episode 96. (laughs) I am your host, Nishawara Blake, as you well know. I hope you're well. Let's begin.
1: I found myself in a bit of a depression last night. I was sitting and kind of wondering in my jay in my at the moment, and uh, it hit me. I felt like I had, like, failed for the year. Like, all these things had kind of washed past me. And I hadn't made enough. And I hadn't done enough. I hadn't sold enough. That I was just... I was a failure. And then... All my beautiful friends and family and fans came out and reached out to me. And they said the one most wonderful and sweetest things. And I want to say thank you for that. That's a big thing. It's hard, you know? It's, it's hard to... It's hard to see the perspective sometimes when you're in the thick of these things like one of the best comments I got was you made so much this year and it wasn't even a year it's only been nine months really of all this going on it's it's taken people down in so many different ways and to not to, to be someone who's not affected by this would be something crazy at this point like you have to you'd have to literally just... Ignore everything that's going on to not feel the weight of the situation. And so that's what I was doing. I was feeling the weight of the situation. So thank you. That means a lot to me. On a funnier note, uh, my wife Alec and one of our best friends Casey are oftentimes confused for one another. I'll try and find a picture so I can. Put it with this So that you can see Casey And like they they look very They look like they could be cousins They don't look like they're twins or sisters Or anything of that nature But they look like they could be cousins And it's always very funny Because people get my wife and her confused In the community Now I personally All three of us think it's just racism But you know Do with it what you may Uh, They're both light skinned girl Light skinned black girls with curly hair so, it's kind of that thing. And sometimes they dye their hair the same colors. But uh, our friend Casey is literally probably a good two to two to four inches taller than my wife. My wife is probably like around
0: 5'2". Casey's
1: got to be around like 5'6", five 5'7", five maybe. It's just very funny. It's, it's a funny, funny situation. To go there. So we were laughing about it a couple days ago. And uh, I pointed out. I was like, wait, so who do people think I'm married to then? <laughs> do they just assume, like, my wife is all these... My wife has, like, a billion jobs. And she's, uh, she's oftentimes in, like, one place or the other place doing those. And then there's, like, me as, like, the husband who's, like... I guess married to... To the one person who's actually two people Like do, do people think I, I would at first I was like do people think I'm like a polygamist which I'm like I'm not That's crazy um, I was like but And then I was like no because they think we're the same person So They just assume That I guess that our friend Is married to me maybe it was. It's a very weird situation because I'm just like, but and then my my wife's sister, or sorry, sibling. Uh, they have come out as trans, and I, I welcome and love them, and I, I think it's I think it's great that they're finding their truth. So I apologize for the for the slip on that. Um, but I wonder if they think that her her sibling of her brother and her other sibling who's non-binary. Um, I wonder if they think. That Casey is their sibling, <laughs> so it's kind of interesting how it comes about. Like I wonder of all these things where people are walking around. And they're like, "Hey, I yelled, I yelled at Alec, and she didn't turn around." It's so weird, you know, type of thing. And I was like, "How's your sis? How's, how's your sibling doing? How's your brother doing?" And they're just look at them like, "What?" Because <laughs> Casey's hilarious. She's just a funny kid. She's amazing. And, uh, yeah, so it's just not one to suffer fools, to say the least. And, uh, very civil rights activist type, uh, yoga instructor in addition, dog walker, cat groom, cat, cat, uh, person slash child, what looker after, I don't know the word. So, it's just one of those things where it's just very funny to me where, you know, Alec, like, to roller skate and play the bass. And she does these cool, like, little drawings and stuff for, like, D&D stuff. And she's just a funny lady and very charismatic. And they're both they're both very charismatic. So it's just kind of interesting that people get the two confused. And I kept wondering. I was like, wait, so what do people think I do? Like, how do people look at me then when they're just like, oh, who's that? That guy walking around with that girl... Who's probably his wife but I thought I saw them a couple of days ago and they look a little different but you know always changing their hair I think they really just think like my wife is like this manic like uh, person who just changes her look constantly type of thing so it's just because they inter- they dress very differently also so it's just kind of funny but uh yeah so that's my life <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Like galeras, my like you... You really dug me out of a hole, and I appreciate that. I'm still beating myself up because I feel like I should be making paintings, like, all the time. And I should be doing all these things all the time. And I know that's not sustainable. Like, I can't just constantly, in every waking moment, make stuff. And then there's the aspect of, you know... I do the podcast and I do videos and I do smaller pieces and I make poster. I made the poster and I I did all these things and like my battery's recharging and I'm coming up with all these ideas and stuff and I just it's just hard. Like you you finish the day, you look up from what you're doing. It's one thirty to two thirty in the morning, and you're like I should go to bed. And then the other part of you's like Don't do that. You have to make a painting. <laughs> You have to make a full painting that takes days to do right now. And then I have to convince myself not to listen to that voice and go to sleep. And it's difficult because I don't want to listen to that voice. I really do want to just stay up and paint and do all that stuff. But I also know that's not healthy. So it's the listening, not listening to my my demons, so to speak, even though I, I'm very fond of them. As you as you well know, I have documented on many occasions that I am one of those use it or lose it type of situational people where I'm inspired by something and then if I don't put it down, it just kind of goes away and it doesn't come back. And so I worry that, you know, I'm, I'm tossing away these these brilliant moments that something's gracing me with. That my ancestors are giving me this this uh, this power to perceive into the future of these paintings and these colors and these like intricate kind of diagrams in my mind of how these things need to come together and am am I neglecting them and walking away from those things like I'm wasting it in some way and that scares me what if I don't make enough at some point and then it just goes away I mean I know that's not going to actually happen but it's the fear the fear is real it's that whole aspect of like you're trying to go into the world and make something of yourself and the moments that you stop and eat and sleep and do all that stuff like is there someone in the other room waiting, tapping their toe going I'd really like to buy your entire collection I'd really like to give you a show to do something amazing, or whatever. And you're missing that, because you're doing this other thing. This normal thing that everyone does, but you feel selfish for doing. It's a weird, complex monster. I'm not telling you this, by the way, because I I need you to understand where I'm coming from. Like, I know it's... I know it's delusional and it's weird and etc. I have no questions about that whatsoever. I'm telling you all these things because I understand that I am not the only person who's ever felt this way. Or feels this way, even. So, there's all that. All those things. That conundrum wrapped in a box, wrapped in madness. Like, it is true to its form in which it stands. All madness, all the time, forever and ever. This car just blew up in front of me, I think. Ew, that's not good. This guy's car is smoking out the back, like hard. Oh, and it stinks now. It's a fun experience. Um, Yeah, let me see. I got some film, so I'm going back to doing some more uh, film film recording stuff, and that's going to be cool. I keep getting tempted to do a super get a super eight though. Um, I can get one pretty inexpensively, and then I got to get the film. The film is not cheap. The film is almost like forty bucks, and that's only going to give me like two two minutes worth of film. So I have to kind of plan out what I want to film, and then it's almost like a hundred dollars to digitize it to have it developed and digitized. And I can't develop it at home because it's a different type of developing situation for it. So I'm, I'm working on trying to figure out what I wanna do. Because I think it'll be cool, but I'm not sure, I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to use it for, honestly. like I like my little films I do with my phone, with my Super 8 app. And I'm wondering if I should just do that, because if I'm just gonna, if it's just gonna be digital anyways, what's the problem, you know? What should I, why should I do this? But then it's like, you could own a Super 8 camera and make little Super 8 videos, and that's so cool. And the coolness, oftentimes, is the conundrum that comes into it. Do I wanna be cool or do I wanna be practical? always wins, man. Ooh, uh, I don't know what to do. You should be giving me good advice right now. At the Painter Files podcast at gmail.com web uh, email. <laughs> you see how I just kind of rolled into that? It's perfect. It, it felt so natural to say. Not like I stumbled over my weird words at all. Um, yeah. So... I don't know. I appreciate everybody who's actually been writing me on that. That's really cool, actually. It's so nice to kind of have, like, a Painter Files thing going on with that. I got to figure out maybe, like, a prize or something. Like, a gift. A little digital gift or something I can give someone when they write me an email. For Painter Files Podcast. Dot com. Fuck. (laughs) Painter Files Podcast at gmail.com. I don't know why I keep messing that up. I should just make that a website. I should make that a website, actually, but I'm not going to. That seems like a lot of work. Mostly because it'll be a website where I use it to repost all the things that I'm currently using my website to already do. So that seems kind of weird and a little pointless. So it's kind of like the Super 8 thing. Like it's cool to have, but it's a little pointless. So, hmm, things. Questions, queries, all the excellent imaginary points, places, and stuff and things as I stall as I'm parking my car to end this recording. Um, let me see. A question. A painter files question, if you will. Um, when was the... What's your first memory of making something art? Yeah, there you go. Do you remember your first art piece you ever made? What was it? What was it? How did it affect you? Commence amongst
0: yourselves. brushing my teeth, standing in the mirror, I'm younger, I've shaved my head, which I did for a while, in my early teens, in my late teens, early twenties, and I'm brushing my teeth, suds, you know, back and forth, type of thing, and uh, I see something. out the toothpaste into the sink and then I open my mouth super wide like a normally wide like a naturally wide and I lean forward it's just dark in there like teeth I angle the lights so that they're in my mouth and they're seeing me and I'm seeing me, and right behind my uvula, which is the hangy thing in the back of your throat, for those who don't know, I see a pair of eyes looking back at me, little eyes, little intent eyes. They blink, and they disappear for a second, and then they slowly open back up. Again, nice and wide. And there are the eyes again. And we just stare at each other. So long that my mouth feels dry. So long that the edges of my corners of my mouth start to crack. Not even the whole room goes dark, but the whole world goes black, and then it's just me and the eyes staring at each other. No idea what this means. <laughs> it's wild though, right? It's crazy. I have no idea what it means whatsoever. Maybe it's a introspection type of dream. I need to look inside myself and see what looks back. I'm trying to figure out where my inspirations are going to come from in 2021. And perhaps the answer is This has been uh, (laughs) the portion of the show that is the run-up to the other podcast I do, or will be doing, of I Dream of Dead Mice, so lots of weird things like this to be seen forward. (laughs) Shit, I'm crazy, but I'm happy, so what more could I ask for, right?
1: I plan to do a photo walk today, but it is 39 degrees and
0: windy outside, so (laughs) I don't think we're going to do that after all. I'm walking outside with the dog right now, and I'm very cold, so realize I love you, and I'm doing this for you in the midst of doing this for her. I don't know.
1: I was listening to um, this other podcaster, Valandez. He's a photographer, a little black photographer from Detroit. And he talks a lot of times about how he's trying to be like the next gordon parks for those who don't know who gordon parks is gordon parks was like a really famous uh black photographer who was born in the 1920s he's like the first famous black photographer really um it's just interesting to see how you know these guys who are much younger than me because <laughs> i've got to be i'm over I'm probably over, like, 12 or 13 years older than than Valandez is. But uh, he says a lot of things that really kind of hit to heart for me. It's kind of like the way I look towards Baldwin, in a way. With, like, these these feelings of adulation and enjoying the words in which they kind of run through. He said this great thing where he was... Him and his uh, girlfriend, Amal... We're talking about how, you know, there's a lot of trends that people follow. And you see it through social media. With photography, with art, with all types of things. And there's all these trends. And trendy stuff doesn't really last, honestly. Like you get like five, six weeks of it and then it's gone. Or hell, sometimes it's only there for twenty seconds. You like it, then it's gone.
0: It's mostly really generic. It's like houses. Houses with one light on, you know. (laughs) Some of you are going to be like, oh man, that's exactly what I do. And I'm like, eh, eh, you know. If you love doing it, that's great. Uh, There
1: was this great question he asked. If there was no social media, if the one thing that you really jump on, i.e. Facebook, MySpace, maybe not MySpace, Instagram, so on and so forth, if those were gone, would you still be making artwork? And I always like to think yes absolutely my work exists other than those places so that's the case also with photography they brought up uh there's a difference between trying to put something on on social media as opposed to putting something on a book like the way you take a photo for something that's going to be printed out is not the same it's not formatted the same it's not sized the same the colors for printing aren't the same it's just different Mm, i kind of love that I love that idea of, like, how all of it just kind of comes together and works. It is not imperfect. In fact, its imperfections typically are sometimes one of the greater things about it. You see a lot, like, in the grain and things and stuff like that. It's just different. It's just very, very, very different. And I love how
0: different it is. It's just beautiful that way. So, yeah. Just hanging out, working on some stuff, drinking some hot chocolates with oat milk, having a good day. More to come.
1: So, Galeras, um, so I, I want to talk about something, and um. It's kind of interesting because it's been like this recurring thing in my life that I've come across. And that is, a lot of artists feel that they have to make room for other artists. And when I say that, I don't mean like they, they're like trying to leave space for them. Like they feel like if if they're an artist and they meet another artist, Then obviously like You know like There are two artists Existing in the same place And if they touch the universal Something of this nature It's just this weird kind of It's this weird thing where it's like You know oh art's your thing Oh okay And then they back away or they feel competitive even And it's it's this weird thing Where you just kind of have to You have to allow yourself to make things To be things and to make things. And if you choose to then be inspired by someone else or even feel slightly, I would say feel inspired. Because I feel like a lot of people feel like competitive in a way, not like in an aggressive competitive way, but in a like, this person's doing all this work and I'm not doing very much right now. And so I'm not a real artist because of this person. And I remember feeling this way. Like, there's this imposter syndrome about it that comes into it. But it's not even just imposter syndrome. It's just... It's literally, like, you need... You need things that you think make you more of an artist. And when you lack those, you feel like you're going crazy. It's very difficult. Like, I don't think people... People who don't... Who aren't artists don't oftentimes deal with this a lot. Like... And when I say artist, I mean You can be a musician, you can be a painter You can be an illustrator A uh, writer, you know There's a billion things Craftsperson Magician. Smelter uh, um, Yeah, it's just one of those things That I've really felt like I need to address Like I've been hearing it for a long time now From artists Of all shapes and sizes and we measure ourselves via, like, metrics as far as social media stuff. And we measure ourselves as far as, like, other people's productivities, which really don't have anything to do with how you create. Like, you may be wholeheartedly inspired by, you know, the changing of the seasons. And so you make a whole project once every season. As opposed to, like, somebody like me who makes stuff, like, every week. Or every other week or every day you just can't beat yourself up on stuff that you on on these ideas that you're going to somehow be what someone else is you know you have to understand that like all the things that you create and help you create are, are not hindrances but they're also not you know They're not. This isn't the Highlander. You know. You don't. There can't only be one. I love living in communities where there are lots of artists, constantly. Like something you said about being able to see actual art, not not digitally see it, but like see it, physically see it in places and in things. These and different art forms that you don't do. Like the best, the best art I've ever seen is always the work that, like, I've never even attempted to try and make any version of. And that's kind of what's great about it, you know? It's that whole, I love seeing art that I can't, that I don't know how to make. I'm so bored by art that other people make that, oh, come on. I'm so bored by art that other people make that, you know, anybody could make. I could make tomorrow or within five minutes or whatever like it's just it's its own kind of beautiful thing in a way that we we as artists go about doing all these like incredible little kind of almost like tinctures of creativity it's kind of like uh the theory on essential oils Like, I like essential oils, but I like them because of, like, the smells and stuff. I like them in, like, the way Hannah makes... Hannah Cherry made candles. Not so much, like, I think they're going to, like, keep me healthy or anything of that nature. I feel like... I feel like there's a lot of things that are, like, good for you and bad for you as far as, like, health goes. And you have to understand that, like, a lot of the remedies that, that the world kind of comes up with are oftentimes ones that are meant to... Is it snowing? Maybe it's snowing right now. Um, that are meant to... <laughs> Sorry, I was distracted by snow. I haven't seen snow in a long time. Um, things that are distracted by just, you know, you're trying to be creative. and It's difficult. That's probably not what I was going to say. But snow took me on out of my zone um, yeah, it's just, it's very interesting I wish I wish that everyone could see it that, could see art and the way that it makes itself and understand how okay so I'm not going in there um, driving and doing this has become more and more difficult with the time but they keep changing uh, the way the road's set up There's all these uh, construction stuff going on. And it's been that way all year. It's kind of funny. You don't expect... uh, You don't expect these... That they would actually manage to get a bunch of road work done. Ever. Even particularly during the pandemic. But uh, it's just interesting. But even that, that's like a craft. Concrete is a craft. And it's just... uh, It's really amazing, though. To see stuff like that. I guess the moral the moral of this ramble was don't feel like you can't be something because someone else. Like if you want to make a podcast, don't not make a podcast because I got a podcast. If you wanna be a painter, don't not be a painter because I'm a painter. And you know, I'm using me as an example, but like it's not it's not really about me. But it's one of those things where, like, I know people Ooh. who, you know, they struggle. They struggle with these things. They feel like, you know, they feel like... I get, my theory is, like, the logic behind it is the people who they, who they run across who don't really do very much, who have, like, this one thing that they're really, really good at, they're worried if they take that away. If they become really good at it, then they almost take it away from those people because they don't have anything else going for them. And it's a kindness, but also kind of like a... Maybe believe in people a little better. Naturally, it's snowing, and I have holes in my jeans. (laughs) So my knees will be cold later today. But that's okay. I don't know, guys. I think everything we do is beautiful. And we just have to give ourselves the opportunities to just express that. And be happy with who we are. And what we do. Like we're going to grow And we're going to become better and better as time goes by But You have to figure out You know Your place in the world And like I said That could be here There or otherwise I don't know If this segment made any sense at all (laughs) I really got thrown off By that construction thing
0: Alright I don't know So I've been considering Galatas, how the show should go, it's 96.
1: (laughs) Should be a big number. I feel like the journeys are starting to come back around. Like I've been doing all these things and working on all these parts. And as soon as I gave myself the ability to acknowledge the work that I was doing. I didn't feel so lazy anymore or so neglectful. And I'm really happy about that. I think the majority of the times that this stuff has gone on, as far as pandemics and everything, we've all felt like we've been not doing as much as we could do.
0: And the truth is, we're actually really busy. Even in the even in the bored loneliness of it, like we're pretty busy about it.
1: Nobody's watching the minutes as you try to come up with things to just do and say and etc like a week goes by for me now so fast I forget that I was trying to plan things I think that's probably the harder part for me just finding all these little kind of ways to be creative but also not just spend that time wasted you know And I just want to say, you know, I appreciate all the cool stuff everybody's done for me. I did a cool art swap with the amazing Hannah Cherry from last week. From last episode, not last week. Uh, She made me some candles, which are very, very nice. I use those to kind of center myself a lot of times to work on, you know, focusing. To get everything going. And I've got some posters I want to do. And I've just got some interesting little bits and pieces for my life that I want to work out for 2021. Art stuff,
0: all types of cool things. And I can't wait to share them with you. I love you, my you make
1: You make so many things so beautiful. If you celebrate this holiday that's coming up, any of them, uh, I wish that very great for you and if you don't I still wish you have a really beautiful time the world is it's its interesting this isn't the last episode for the year but I just want to say thank you, love you
0: and have a good one this is the uh, end of episode 96 of the Painter Falls Podcast I'm your host Jaws Blake as you already know and I'll be seeing you around you ciao